I hear something sizzling, right? It's my cocaine fried chicken. <laughs> Hold on, who has cocaine fried chicken? Bobby Brown's first brush with cocaine was with cocaine fried chicken. And my first question was, does it fry up like crispy and golden like regular fried chicken? Or like, when do you realize that you've been frying chicken and cocaine at the same time? Is there seasoning, spices and herbs? So I Googled frying chicken um, with cocaine and... It didn't have any research, which makes me feel like it doesn't fry up well. Like mm-hmm. maybe it's a soggy batter or maybe it instantly turns to crack. I don't know, but I want to know what Bobby Brown went through in storytelling formation. I don't actually have to have cocaine fried chicken unless it fries up golden and crispy um, or like a lemon pepper. You think they have like lemon pepper cocaine wings? I'm just trying to taste and visualize, that's all. <laughs> so I'm like, ooh, um, mm, mm, But I mean, maybe the citrus and the lemon will offset the drugs. In a bad way or a good way? A good way. <laughs> like, does it dull the cocaine? Does it, it make it a mild cocaine experience or does it amplify it? Is it like a spice thing? Like jalapeno I, hot coke wings, you know I, what I mean? That sounds so gross. (laughs) So Southern fried cocaine wings isn't an issue, but the habanero peppers, that's the boundary. Okay, hey. (laughs) It's all a learning experience. I mean, I feel like when you heat drugs, there is just this chemical effect on the atmosphere and everybody in the house is going to (laughs) be drugged because of it. Like, isn't that what, that's what I can only assume. So maybe one of our followers can try it out for us and hit us with the results. I wish I would find out one of y'all asses is frying up some damn cocaine to see if it's golden and crispy. I'm, I'm gonna be so mad at the amount of money that you spent. <laughs> the amount of money that you wasted and the wings that you wasted. Like, wings is wings. You can't be wasting wings out here. So I think Lexi's more mad around. that she wasn't invited when you did it. So don't take it personally. <laughs> Welcome to the Cat Nips Podcast. It's your girl Lexi and my co-host Sarah Rain. Hey y'all. And if you like trap colloquialism, yeah, hope. old school wisdom, <laughs> and narcissistic advice, which could be bad or good, then this is the podcast for you. We talking hella shit and I'm just being generous. So get the business on how to mind yours personally and professionally. We are reimagining the cat lady in 2018. Welcome back, motherfuckers. This is episode seven of the Catnips podcast. It is I, Lex Stradamus, Professor Lex Xavier, Lex Luther, Lexi Luciano. I have a whole list of aliases that I could go by. Like, it's like a whole list. And Sydney's here too. Thank you. Yes, Sid Rain is here, back again, ready to talk shit with y'all. Yeah, waiting to hear about that fried chicken. I think you just mentioned it though. 
So, um, <laughs> we're, we're waiting on the results. We asked you to call in. We asked you to let us know. We haven't heard anything in 30 seconds. Um, I'm wait, working on my patience. <laughs> This full moon has got us so stressed out. Like, <laughs> relax, relax. It's okay. I, I thought I heard it. I thought I said into the mic, but maybe I whispered it. <laughs> maybe I whispered it. <laughs> Should we make a a whisper video like Cardi B? Let's make whis- let's make whisper sounds, Sydney. Okay, I'm scared because I feel what? like you're in the closet. <laughs> Wait, no, it's a whole thing. Like people are doing like videos where they're basically just whispering, and like it's a whole thing. And Cardi B just made one where she whispered, and you know how loud and ratchet her ass is. So it was pretty entertaining. Was it a real whisper? Yeah, it was like a Cardi whisper. I just it sounded like a murderer was in the closet and was like, "I'm coming to get you, bitch." I mean, I know I probably sound a little murderish, but like, yeah, let that go. Stay focused, Sydney. Nobody's trying to kill you. The Trump administration has our fight or flight tendencies on like five million right now, so I get it. But it's okay. It was just me whispering. It was just a joke. Okay, I'm fine, everybody. <laughs> Lexi, what's our keyword? <laughs> The P word of the day is pressure. All the pressure, the pressure. <laughs> the pressure. That's the P word of the day. How do you feel about that word? What comes to mind when you hear the word pressure? Pressure. Mm. You know what? Honestly, when I think of pressure, um, I, I think of like this constriction, you know? Like, not, oh my God. <laughs> Get out of my closet. <laughs> you don't scare me. I know you're not real. I, I think of constriction and like not being able to like just expand because of something holding you back and making you feel a certain type of way, like a pressure, um, making you feel as though you're not enough or you're not doing enough. Pressure is what you make it. Pressure busts pipes and pressure makes diamonds. So it's like, it's all in what you do with it. It's all in what you built up. So if you feel in that pressure that like I'm not doing enough or I need to be this or this, that, and the third or whatever it is that you having that internal pressure about, you got the power to fix it. It's on you though. What are you going to do about it? You get to decide how long you're going to experience that type of internal pressure. But don't get it twisted. Pressure makes diamonds. The carbon in the world, the amount of pressure exacted on it and some other scientific implement scientific words here um it makes diamonds afterwards and that's some necessary shit you know and diamonds like don't have the real worth that like the american dollar and marketing system has placed on it but still diamonds are still like quintessential for american life you know what i mean so it's like you gotta make it and you gotta figure out like which pressure are you allowing to dominate your experience too you know what i mean because it's like that pressure on them knees, you know, from carrying around extra weight should encourage you to, to live a healthier lifestyle. Or, you know, 
the pressure to keep up with the economy can have you selling ass. It all depends on what you want to do with it. So it's like, it's on you, fam. Right. And just like you mentioned, there are so many different types of pressure. There's like pressure from work, like depending on what you do, there's certain pressures to maintain, to always be better. I always hear of um, one of my coworkers complaining about her husband who feels like the pressure to stay at work longer because everyone else is. And they're like, they're from New Zealand. And she's like, we don't do this. She's like, you know, like we have our work day and we go home. But, you know, he feels like he has to stay all because like no one else has gotten their work done and he has worked more efficiently. Um, so there's pressure at work. There's peer pressure, of course. Um, friends, what you see on social media, um, you know, anybody really. And then family pressure, like holidays coming up, you know, just interesting conversations you'll be having to have with different types of folks who you may not want to see like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's just so many different types of pressures. And I love how you put it back on you. Like, how do you adjust to this type of pressure? Like, I love that. Like, how how can you battle this? What can you do to, to solve this? Because, I mean, again, you have everything you need within you. Flip that shit. Flip that shit. Take it, flip it, bag it up. Do what you got to do. Right? And know when to know if the pressure is serving you or not. So it's the end of 2018. Like we literally have like nine, 10, eight weeks left in this year, right? So I definitely get the amount of pressure that we're all experiencing right now. Like the financial pressure that I meet my financial goals, that I bought out enough, that I flex on these niggas, that I go on enough trips, that I, you know, I'm trying to graduate, that I graduate, that I get all my A's in, that I get my paperwork in, at work, am I actually making progress? Am I being valued? Like, it's so much pressure to experience, but we all have to maintain this kind of stillness within ourselves that no matter what pressure is coming at us, it's for our benefit and that is going to teach you something. So it could teach you that you need to stop fucking with people or it could teach you that you need to step your shit up. You know, it depends on you and the situation. Right? So, you know, you may have heard by now, there was a fight this past weekend at the Rockets-Lakers game. Tomcat of the day is my dude, Nipsey Hussle. And this isn't for anything that he's done, like, <laughs> it was no effort on his part. But at the game, at the recent basketball game, it's the Yellows versus the Reds. And Rondo kicked the fight off by spitting on Chris Paul. That was wrong. Like... Anytime you spit in somebody's face, you are instantly, instantly qualified for an ass whooping, like on site, flat out, catch these hands, right? So he kicked it off. And you gotta, you, so whenever you spit on somebody, you need to be able to redeem or reject this ass whooping that's about to come up on you. So my guy Rondo spits on them, they start fighting, and all you see in the crowd is Nipsey Hustle coming out of the seats. <laughs> ready to bang too and I'm like mm, that's mm. that's how I felt about that I just needed a second to mm, and just let it marinate but yeah he's just so fun like 
Uh, so I, when I first moved to LA, um, I had like just started listening to Nipsey Hussle and like, uh, I just fell in love and like his album had come out, uh, Victory Lap. And he has another mixtape called like Slauson Boys Avenue, but Slauson is like right down the street. So I'd be, I'd be looking. I be looking, girl. I be like, where you at? I don't think he's there anymore. Jay-Z ain't in the Marcy Project, and Wayne ain't at Holly Grove. <laughs> right. You think Teddy Boy's down Riverdale? You know Rick Ross low-key live off Old National. The mansion, right? Yep. That's Atlanta for you. Atlanta the only place that could have a, a dope-ass mansion. Smack dab, insert mansion. Trap House, Trap House, Project, Project, Mansion. <laughs> Atlanta's Black Hollywood. I be trying to tell people, like... Look me in my face. I ain't got no words. I ain't got no words. I ain't got no words. Speaking of Atlanta... Um, which I'm just going to segue because Atlanta is all about the money, all about the hustle, um, and it's Southern hospitality. It's amazing. So I'm always inspired by that. And my Get Money song this week. Oh, yeah. Yes, girl. Is No Worries by Lil Wayne. Um, <laughs> I love Lil Wayne. He's not from Atlanta. But he's just, I mean, he's fucking Lil Wayne. He's amazing. He's, from Lil, he's right up the street. And when you have worries in life, you shouldn't worry like you really shouldn't worry everything you need is already within you you know the devil's playing his old tricks which is one of my favorite phrases now um and yeah you can do this shit use your resources you have you should have no worries and i know it seems hard but trouble don't last always i have seen Lil Wayne in concerts so many times <laughs> so many times and the concerts get better and better and better his hair gets progressively worse but the songs they just don't get old so yes no worries it's still a bop it's still a bop it's a bop my get money song so I've been on this like chill tip this like really relaxed trying to like stay focused on school and studying and being like an educated um cat or whatever and so I've been listening to the internet they listen I live for the internet and the beat goes on is such a good energy. Keep living, like we gonna keep moving as long as your heart beating, like you got air in your body, you're gonna be able to live it through. Like it's such a good energy track. So I've been like really I've been hive minding it lately and trying to get my rear on so that I you know I can get artsy fartsy for my classes and such. So that's been my get money song. Yes, I love the internet. They are amazing. Yeah, I just saw them at Afropunk, and it was definitely a mood. Like, it was such an awesome scene. Like, I can't wait to see them again in concert because it was so good. I love them. Such, just such a vibe. Breaking news. Diddy is no longer with Cassie. I felt like I was watching the news and like a blue screen came up and a little person <laughs> in the box. And then there was a person <laughs> with the umbrella who was reporting it and turning. <laughs> I'm fighting through the thunderstorm live. Live from one of Diddy's mansions. I no longer see Cassie putting on makeup in the mirror. 
It must be, it must be. It must be breaking news. Diddy is no longer with Cassie. And yo, people are really mad. And they really feeling sorry for Cassie about this. Y'all like, Cassie straight. Because listen, y'all forgot in 2015, Diddy like let everybody know like, yo, I have love contracts. <laughs> and I don't know if that had like an expiration date. Like, do we, like if they renew it, like, is it like a divorce paper where she's entitled to so much money? Or is it like a retirement plan where you get like a pension and a stipend and like social security? Does she get a 401k? Like, he got a whole love contract situated for her. So I'm sure she'll still be wearing Versace after this. Right. And did he introduce cassie to a whole new lifestyle you know they were together for 11 years she had you know what seeming seemingly looks like a really good relationship um and yeah she's always gonna be straight she didn't have they didn't get married uh they didn't have any kids she's basically walking away scot-free and like shit it was a come up and honestly just like you said she is going to be dating nothing but billionaires or should at least a, he's got to have at least a mil um, at least a milli for cassie and a million a million they have done a million dollars in drugs no we need 50 millions hundreds <laughs> of millions we need hundreds we need 800 to 900 of millions you know what i mean diddy is one is topping the forbes list he and jd compete annually for the top of the forbes list for black entertainers she gonna be dating like the next pablo escobar like she gonna have to go straight to the drug traders some she gonna have to steal serena husband no okay or not i think she'll find another one no there, there are plenty other white rich white men yeah. you know serena's happy <laughs> yeesh <laughs> well but um, that is going to be a reality for Cassie, having to find that next level, which is going to be fine. And to be honest, not maybe not quite on that money schedule, on the, definitely not on that money schedule, but some Black women who are more educated and have their degrees, they end up having to, I mean, you know, not, they should not end up having to settle. And, but you're looking just like Cassie would be, you're looking up, like you're looking like, well, my next boo got it. Like I'm used to this lifestyle now, you know, and I'm staying here. So what is the next person gonna offer? Um, and you know, like a lot of women with degrees, they make people feel uncomfortable. It's a weird environment right now because it's the complete, when black men and black women are existing in opposites right now. So the more education, the more career advancement, the more refined and worldly and the more dope a woman becomes, right? The less qualified her pool of people becomes. Because it's like, who gonna, who's gonna lead or compliment a woman that's already so amazingly dope on her own? You know what I mean? And like the dudes that really kind of compliment that kind of don't exist like on that plane, right? But mm -hmm. on the opposite end for men, you get a fucking trade certificate and your pool expands <laughs> expands significantly. Like, no, nah, baby, I do waste management. I make I make six figures and it's like he getting pussy out the sky. You know, it don't go be a doctor, you know what I mean? Or football player celebrity anything you know that have like six seven eight figures like your pool is infinitely deep you know what I mean so it's definitely weird for women nowadays like trying to find like qualified and like trying to find people that they feel equally yoked with 
You know what I mean? Because it's like, I don't need you. And men love that. Women, men love a, a, a woman that doesn't need them. But because the you don't have to be like a leader necessarily or a, a provider or anything for her. So you get to take more advantage of the, the pleasantries and the luxuries of her lifestyle. But you ain't got shit to offer half the time. So it's like, it's definitely a narrow, a narrow valley to navigate trying to like, you know, be equally yoked with somebody and be progressive as fuck in your own world. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And don't settle. Like, please don't settle. Like, if you got to date outside of your race, date in or out of your gender. Some of y'all need to be dykes or lesbians. You can't make, if I can't make everybody a cunt. But I can't stop people from being lesbians like they stopping themselves. And some of them probably, I mean, it would be such a a simpler lifestyle. Like who wouldn't want to come home to a woman that's like beautiful, they cook for you. You got the bubble bath with the roses and the rose water bath bubble things going on and the candles and they know your music and stuff like that. The house clean. Who wouldn't want a wife? You know what I mean? Like to make sure that shit is taken care of. They have the babies. They feed the babies and do all of that stuff and you get to be you know pampered and loved on and all of that stuff too and independent because they respect your shit differently some people out here need wives and i'm not forcing that on anybody Mm. but if you realize that shit ain't working and you have like an alpha male personality and you a whole woman then maybe you need to find a beta woman instead of a beta man because you're gonna be pissed off that he act like a worm so it's like find a woman that wants to be with a woman and take care of a woman so that you can be the woman being taken care of i want to have queen latifah's baby queen latifah is having a baby right now like she a woman is like producing a baby for queen latifah i would gladly give my way my career oh nope can't do hair no more salon is closed indefinitely i'm moving in with queen latifah and having her children like that's a career goal i could do that full time that would be much better because shit the way we they the way they got us working right now the way they got us working right now i'm Please send the right? millionaire my way because I'm done. I'm tired, Lord. I'm, I've seen what you have done for others. Can you do it for me? Sorry. Right. Lord, if you don't want me on this poll, <laughs> then you need to strike down Sally Mae. That's it. If you don't want to see me on the poll, Lord, that's what you got to do. It's mad stressful, like, and you know what? If like, all right, as a hairstylist, so when the last recession hit in like 2008, the first thing that goes are luxury services, and that's because people are like, oh, I could do my own hair, I could do this, you know, because their budgets are crunching this way or the third, right? And a lot of companies have changed and had to update their policies and like be more restrictive with their policies since this administration has kicked in. And it's like, you can literally feel the next recession coming right. on. Like, <laughs> you feel the economy tightening. You feel the economy growing around you. And it's like, yo, how many jobs y'all want a nigga to work? Like, I can't work more than 16 jobs. Like, we really got to draw the line soon. Please, like, it's ridiculous. And it's funny how 
every other day, really, there's an article blaming millennials and how we're ruining shit and we ain't about shit. And there's, I came across this list of just all these all these things that we're killing. Um, but my favorites were tra- uh, chain restaurants, diamonds, home ownership, cereal, lunch, napkins, movie theaters, and condoms. It's just so funny how they blame millennials for everything. And I mean, like napkins, you know what they said we're using? Paper towels. So wait, what's the difference? Right! I didn't think it was the real difference. They really expected for us to buy two separate paper towel goods to throw away just because one is used for fingers and one is used for spills? What the fuck? Bitch, I spilled something on my fingers. I'm only buying one thing. Get up off my dick. Like, it's so funny how they blame us because we've become more efficient, like more innovative. Like, my dad in every apartment, he's like, baby, you don't want no TV? And I'm like, no, I don't necessarily need a TV. Like, I have my computer. Um, And he's just like, well, you know, they have something like $60 right at Walmart. And I'm like, no, you know, you can just give me $60. But I don't know. I don't need it. I don't need it. I'm not going to watch TV with it. (laughs) right I mean but like let's be real it's not millennials that are killing everything it's big business that is killing everything the way companies are like updating for technology purposes cutting costs cutting corners making everything remote digital it's killing a lot of the physical like hand job paper jobs like middleman jobs that we were doing it killed a lot of jobs that we were taking care of like hell me personally going to self-checkout in the grocery store is beneath me i don't fucking work there i am not an employee at any of your local grocery locations (laughs) what i am is a patron and a paying customer so i will patiently stand in line so that the people who are getting shifts to do that job can do their job because this is the thing the more the analytics and algorithms and the statistics show that digital preferences dominate over human experience the less physical jobs we're gonna have and like we've already moved a lot of our physical labor overseas we're outsourcing everything everything is imported as is blah 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 blah. and it's like it's not millennials but we're not wasting money on stupid stuff and we're not like unnecessarily formal like who needs napkins like get paper towels like what's the difference like napkins are flimsy they rip easily you get one piece of sauce on them they're useless like i'm gonna blow through these whole napkins but y'all also advertising these super strength viva paper towels that's like basically a cashmere blanket and you telling me to pick that over the flimsy napkins like i don't know what y'all want me to do so i think America and its opinion should go and argue at big corporations who are taking all of our money and our jobs and let them figure that shit out. But as for myself, a millennial, I just need everybody to bring it down to a zero. Girl, right? Like how how does the how do millennials have the power to do this when there's clearly these large corporations who have fucked everything over and it's sad like it's it's really it really is so it's heartbreaking and you're absolutely right i hate going to self-check-in it's the worst thing i'm a steal i'm not even gonna lie (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna use my employee discount and i'm gonna make sure that i take my five finger discount 
and go home with whatever. So right. <laughs> you think you was cutting corners with, you know, with the checkout people, but you're going to have to amp it up on loss prevention. Cause if I got to check myself out, I'm stealing everything. <laughs> listen, and I don't get food stamps. Listen, the worst thing to be in America is to be middle-class right now. That's the worst place to be because you make too much money to get any type of assistance, but you can't afford to keep up with the pace of the upper classes or whatever, like whatever the fuck that means. Like, so, so anytime I get to you, like I can't get food stamps and I got to pay with a credit card. No, I'm still in. Have a good day. See y'all later. I'll be back next week. Like, this is not an argument. This isn't an argument. It really is fucked up because <laughs> the baby boomers have caused just so many terrible changes. They was watching TV. Girl, like they they voted for Bush twice. There they was a recession. Nah. We got another Bush recession. voted for himself. That <laughs> them <laughs> them elections was rigged as fuck. <laughs> I mean, I, Do you I, remember I mean, the elections from 2000? I was a really heavy kid, so I definitely remember those elections. And, like, every week for, like, a strong two months, like, they never had the tallies for Florida, which is a Bush-controlled state. So it's like, Bush, we didn't elect Bush just as much as we didn't elect Trump. Like, all of that stuff is rigged. Right. You voted for Obama, though. Hell yeah. I mean, it was the, the lesser of two evils, and you thought people would do it again, but white America was, I have my right. <laughs> And they wanted to come, you know, make America great again for no reason. And honestly, they're pushing this go vote, go go rock the vote. Remember that. But I, I feel as though no, we'll, we're, we're going to show up and it's still going to be the same BS because, like, I think they're more racist than people who are not racist, to be honest. You, you can't quantify that. And you know what? Chelsea Handler made a, a personal message to white women that we should all vote within that we should vote in the best interest of black women because 80% of the time we're voting for the best interest of the country so we'll see maybe you know maybe people will listen to Chelsea Handler and her political prowess but you know we'll see how that goes I feel like she gonna listen Chelsea Handler about lost all of her endorsements by now um (laughs) girl white women they upset (laughs) I'm sure there have been a dozen police officers pulling up to her house for a suspicious activity (laughs) yo did y'all okay so for white people who have uncontrollable fear and are unable to who are unable to call the police on their minority counterparts in peace like they used to Nisi Nash has created a hotline called um 1844 white fear w y t f e a r it's 1844 white fear And this is for white people to call and, like, get consolation and, like, maybe a background check on their neighbors and confirmation um, for the fears that they're imposing on society, which is getting black people killed. Another great example of a black woman letting you know how to handle your fear and doing it through comedy. Like, black people always do stuff through comedy. And it's it's funny as fuck, but it's sad, but... Girl, they shoot us when we not laughing. Girl, do you hear how much people tell you to smile? That's to make them feel comfortable. Right, girl. It's sad. It's America. It's Trump's America. 
but don't get your spirits down because you always have to be optimistic. Canada, Canada just legalized weed. If they allow mass immigration, I'll be there by Sunday. I'll be so glad when, oh, when the sun go down. When the sun go down. Permanently. So yes, we have allies to the north. I'm actually working on uncovering Harriet Tubman's route for from the Underground Railroad so that we can just go ahead and make our way to Canada. And it'll be launched late spring because we want it to be a little warmer um, while we travel by foot in the North Star. <laughs> oh my God. We have to travel by foot? I mean, we just can't like Uber. We doing it just like Harriet did. See, Sydney getting left back already. And I ain't fucking with no witnesses. You ain't about to tell nobody how we got there. So, Sid, sorry. I can't fly there. Somebody gonna have to fly me out. No. (laughs) It's an underground railroad, Sydney. It's not the underground airline. Speaking of being flown out, one of... My favorite, favorite reoccurring topics on Black Twitter. So first off, like, it's it's a whole thing. My mom was always like, what is Black Twitter? And it's honestly just like the Black people you follow. And Black people are just creative and funny as fuck. So um, that's where, like, all the memes come from. People are so talented. And it's really dope to see. And they have reoccurring themes like Beyonce, Baby Daddies, um, PWIs, uh, per, uh, predominantly white institutions versus uh, HBCUs, um, going to the club, just like all types of reoccurring topics. Like it's funny. Um, but one is being flown out. And what does that mean? Who's paying for what? Um, what's going to happen when I get there? What's the safety issue that comes with that? Um, the expected sex. It's so many, it's layers to it. It's kind of, it's very interesting. So would you ever be flown out? What's the, what are the conditions? I'm regularly flown out and I regularly fly out, <laughs> but, um, it depends on the situation. It, it, it definitely depends on the situation and like the relationship that you have with the person, you know what I mean? And it depends on like, like, is it a scam situation? If you want to come up, then they need to pay for it. But like, if you like, you know, y'all really got a cool situation, like y'all dating, it's like this. Let me put it to you like this. It's different levels to this shit. If it's a scam then you definitely got to get them to pay for the flight. And you either got to pay with pussy or you got to scam your way out of paying with pussy, which usually would get your flight privileges revoked because they felt they knew they was being scammed and they was just playing along. If y'all like, if it's like your out of town boo or some shit like that and Y'all kind of y'all like in a semi situation, but it's not a committed relationship, then they need to pay for the flight. Reason why is because it's like, I don't really have no use for you. You know what I mean? It's not a relationship. It's just a hookup type deal. It's casual. Mm-hmm. Make me feel special. But if y'all in like a relationship type deal, unless he balling out like that and y'all are really committed to like this long distance shit, both y'all need to be paying for the flights. Like, Treat your man sometime. Like, if you're all in a situation where you got, like, a good guy, like, treat him. Or if you, like, y'all, you know, y'all really in a situation and you want to show up, like, on a surprise sexy shit, obviously you're going to have to pay for the flight. So it's, like, it depends on 
your commitment to the scam. Mm. And like, you're right. It's different. It's definitely different ways you can look at it because if you're in a relationship, then, you know, of course you're going to compromise and like, you know, I would assume do what's best and, you know, to make everything fair and even or whatever, especially if you're looking out for each other. But if it's on some like, yo, you an Instagram model, you fine, you banging, like what's up? come through oh you live where oh shout it that ain't no problem that ain't no worries i ain't got no worries but you know what a lot of people flex like i get so annoyed with that out of town you know one guy was like i'm gonna fly you out woo -wop, woo -wop. i'm gonna fly you out this then the third because see you know i gotta drive two hours for work and that's how long a flight to atlanta is and blah 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 blah, blah. and i'm thinking nigga if you're not sending me an itinerary, you just running your mouth. So don't let that. I'm gonna fly you out. I got the I got the buddy pass. We could fly internationally. We could do that. Uh uh. Don't don't get slipped up into they scam. Run your make sure you in control of the scam. You know what I mean? Like don't be the scam me. Be the scammer. Okay. And Joanne, we trust. <laughs> I love Joanne. And <laughs> Joanne, we trust. Uh. I mean. Ugh. Do you? <laughs> I mean, some people only about that scam life. Like everybody ain't trying to be in a relationship. Some people just want to fly out for like a wild weekend to add to their list of memoirs, or you know, like some people date niggas in season. Whereas, like, boo, this not your season. I'm only going to see you from this month to this month, and then you know, you got to set it up like that. You know, so it's like. If you need to scam, scam, bitch. It's we are we are living in a shrinking economy. We're being scammed by Sally Mae, the government, and our jobs simultaneously with no lube. So yes, I'm scamming niggas out of flights. I'm sorry, bro. So if you're gonna be a willing participant or you're not, but it's gonna happen. <laughs> not, no one is advertising that you scam. However, it is important to you know look at your boo as like a come up for you. In, all, in real life, whether he's not your boo or just any man you're dealing with, because why waste your time? You can do better by yourself. Whether you are like a bona fide scammer or an accidental, somebody is the scammer and the scammy in every relationship. It is. I don't care. You can be the most wholesome. You could wear skirts down to your knees and shirts up to your neck. Like, and you could still be a scammer boo. I mean, that's just the nature. That's dominant energy. Like, it's not always a bad thing. coming up Lexi what you doing for the holidays we chilling right oh yay for the holidays I'm gonna display my typical anti-social behavior and avoid people until New Year's Eve but for the holidays I always try to come up with like an awesome ass drink um because New Year's Eve is my favorite holiday like I don't care about I really don't care about any other holidays except for 420 and New Year's Eve and people like to argue me that 420 isn't a holiday and those are the kind of people that I don't talk to anymore but yeah New Year's Eve is my favorite so this year my drink of the year I always make a drink and it's called the Buddy Love and it is cranberry Red Bull mixed with Douce cream soda and champagne and it's gonna be a blast like <laughs> It's going to be a blast. So again, it's cranberry Red Bull mixed with cream soda, champagne, and douce. And if you want to add a little apple juice for taste, that'll help. 
it's gonna look like apple juice so you'll be able to put it in like an apple juice container and walk around with it and people won't bother mm -hmm. you and the red bull i have you so balanced out that you can really get as drunk as you want without having a hangover booyah happy holidays don't say i didn't give you nothing booyah Right, like it's gonna be holiday season. It's so nice to reflect on how grateful we are and how much we have to give and, you know, just other people. And so what I love is how people can pay it forward. And like, you know how when you go to the, uh, like when you're going through the toll or you're like at Chick-fil-A or somewhere like, you know, where people seem to be decent, um, they try, or some people will like uh, pay it forward, which means like paying for the person behind them, you know, if they, whether it's their change or like paying for like half their meal, which is something really sweet. And I just wonder if that could be applied to like, the trap yeah, like the bando. Yeah, like does oh. the weed man do the weed store? Can you do that? Like, could I leave like an extra gram for the person buying after me? Like as a mm -hmm. holiday gift? Bitch, I swear, if something like that happened to me, like I would cry. Like that would be like a really sentimental moment. I'd be very grateful and appreciative that like someone was like truly looking out for me, you know, like Happy holidays to you for the user behind you um just for the holiday spirit let us know that's super sweet if you have any other like holiday little things that you like to do let us know drop a line hit us an idea right. let us play on right let us know what's your favorite way to give back um is it something you do year round or you, you only do it for the holidays um what I mean, but even if you're just doing it for the holidays, that is significant. So like, um, that's really appreciative. Like people will still appreciate you taking your time and it looks amazing. And not, I won't say it looks, but it set the example, you know, mm -hmm. like it, it inspires other people. So, um, yeah, it's amazing to do that. Yeah. Aw, happy holidays to you. Well, thanks y'all for fucking with us again while we sit here and just talk shit and laugh and make cat noises. <laughs> <laughs> you can always find us on Instagram, the cat nips, and that's a Z at the end, Z as in. <laughs> And on Facebook, where are we at, Lexi? Uh, the Catnips Podcast on Facebook. Like our page, tell us what you think. We always have crazy stories on our IG. And definitely be ready for the next episode. We're almost done. So you can always check us out, check us out, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and as always at the Catnips Podcast com www.catnips with a z as in podcast.com check us out drop a line if you want me to send you a route for the underground railroad or the underground airline that sydney's gonna be doing apparently and we'll see you guys soon we'll see you guys soon